acting fucking shit. Hoes telling me to calm down, but I'm like, fuck that shit. I'm already on that hip, not again. That great goose, a couple of shots I hear. That just gave me another boost. I'm feeling electrified. You can see it in my eyes. I'm soaking wet, looking like I just got baptized. Like a drunk, like a wino, at a liquor store, drunk, like a sanctified boat. This is Jay-Z, you're listening to Cold People's Revolutionary Radio on TV, 96.1 FMLP. This is KEXU 96.1 FM, Pole People's Revolutionary Radio. I'm JV, and you're listening to Free Aslan. And today, um, we're going to have a show, you know, this is, this is a, you know, this is a, a tragic story that we're going to hear. Um, we hear a lot about, uh, you know, I, I talk a lot about, um, you know, pig terror, what I like to call pig terror, and, you know, police brutality, police murders in the streets of Aslan and beyond and you know this is this happens so many times it it, it happens you know um, every day you know many times a day uh, throughout these false US borders and 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 the thing is we hear a lot of these um, police killings um, and the and this 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 pig terror but you know today we're gonna hear a story that you know when I heard it it was just you know unbelievable um with the what the police did and um and and this is something that you know goes beyond you know the police kill every day um all day long um with you know throughout uh as i said throughout the u.s but um when you hear today's story it's it's just um you know it, it goes above and beyond um even what i what i call terrorism in 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 you know within the u.s it's just unbelievable and you know this is a story that most people um can you know can um relate to i know myself you know i i had a primo that was murdered by police um back in the 1970s you know and so my family has been dealing with uh, pig terror you know we've all been touched because once once somebody in your family is touched by police murder your family will never be the same um you it doesn't matter if it's 20 30 40 years doesn't matter how long it is 
um, your entire family is going to be forever changed uh, by this terror, this act of terror. And, and that's what it is. It's an act of terror. And um, so for me personally, you know, a lot of you have heard me uh, speak. You've heard me be very passionate about when it comes to police murders, um, pig terror. When it comes to pig terror, you know, I'm just going to keep it real. This is what it is. Uh, this is how I see it, how I feel and how many others uh, feel and so when when for me personally my family was touched by pig terror going back to the 1970s so I grew up knowing from the very beginning from the time I can speak I began knowing immediately um, that the pigs were terrorists you know there no there's no other way to describe it you know my family um, you know uh, those who were actually present are still dealing with incredible amount of trauma to see their you know their loved one shot killed dead in front of them by the police you know the the police who you know we we grow up thinking that they're supposed to um you know protect and 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 yet they kill us so you know my entire family has known about this and then you know growing up um not only did i know about that um, but then I've experienced other situations that uh, further deepened this trauma, this um, colonial trauma that, uh, you know, that, that we are all experiencing. And some may not know it, but we all experience it. So to me, this is why, you know, um, um, this is a very important topic for me. It's personal, it's very passionate. Um, um, I'm very passionate about you know, um, exposing, um, you know, um, police murders and also um, allowing families to tell their stories because it's very important that we are never going to get the truth from the state. We're never going to get the truth from the media, the corporate mainstream media, because the corporate media serves the state and they're never going to say anything that counters the state, that shows that these are the terrorists we hear about on the news. There's terrorists around the world. We got terrorists right down the block, you know, and, and, and our people have been terrorized since uh, for the Chicano Nation for since 1848, you know, when this uh, this terrorism began for us, you know, um, you know, so, you know, for our people, for Rasa here um, and other oppressed nations, people, um, black nation the first nations other folks you know we have been experiencing um this terrorism um from the beginning um we have our parents have our grandparents and any other relatives um that step foot here in these false u.s borders so this is you know this is to me um i see it as um as long as i have access to the radio i'm always going to expose injustice wherever it may be found and those committing injustice, of course, don't like it. But um, I could care less whether they like it or not. I'm going to continue to expose injustice. This is something that it is my duty. It is my obligation. Um, and, and I cannot be silent about this. I will not be silent. So, you know, um, for the listeners, those um, long-time listeners, you already know. You, you know where I'm coming from. You know how I'm doing it and how I'm going to continue to do it. For the more newer uh, listeners, 
you know, just to let you know, this is why uh, I'm very passionate about injustice and in all forms of injustice. It doesn't matter what kind it is. Um, if you're going to commit injustice, if you're going to side uh, with an oppressor, if you're going to side with those committing injustice, then you're going to be blasted as well. You know, and I've blasted many people on Free Aslan and I will continue to do so if justice isn't met. And that's 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 how I get down. I side with the people. I defend the people and I stand on the side of the people. I don't stand on the side of individuals. I don't care who you say you are, who what you say you represent. I side with the people. So this is very important for new listeners to understand me and my radio program and and why I'm so passionate about um, exposing uh, police terror in our communities. And, um, you know, so with that being said, um, you know, this is a topic that you're going to continue to hear over and over on Free Aslan. And, um, you know, this is a space where families can uh, share their stories, where they can educate the public on what really happened, because we know the news tells us one version of events that sides with the police we're not interested in that we need our own news this is why free aslan and other uh programs like this here on the uh, poor news network this is why these are so important because you're getting the people's version you're not getting the pigs version you're not getting the state's you know uh, mouthpiece on the local news you're getting real news you're hearing it from the people from the community from those who are affected by this injustice you're hearing it and so um you know today's show you know um it's 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 a very very tragic story and you know i just want to say that um you know i'm very proud of of uh, my guest that's coming up you know for standing strong it's not easy um, it's not easy when your family has been murdered, your loved one has been murdered. It's not easy. Um, you know, you're basically standing up to the state. It's not an easy thing. And, you know, and most people don't stand up. They don't speak. They remain silent. They cover it up. Why? Because that's the easy thing to do. It's easy to cover something up. It's easy to remain silent. It's easy not to rock the boat, not to want to make waves. That's easy. You know, what's hard and what's courageous is when you stand up in the face of injustice, no matter how big, how powerful uh, the oppressor is, no matter how influential that oppressor may be, it doesn't matter. If it's wrong, it's wrong, and we need to um, expose it, and, you know, and we need to deal with it, and we need to deal with with um you know the actions that are taken as well and that's another that's another radio program but let me just um introduce my guest um i have here uh today evelia and she is the sister of caesar rodriguez um and evelia uh welcome to free aslan hi thank you very much for having me oh absolutely thank you thank you for coming and um you know I guess I just want to start off. First, I want to thank you. You know, it's just, you know, as I said um, in introducing you, that um, I think you're very courageous. You're a very you. strong um, example of what a leader is. You know, a leader doesn't stand behind a hundred people. A leader stands at the forefront alone. A leader stands up against injustice, speaks about it, educates the people, and, um, you know, struggles against injustice no matter 
who is inflicting that injustice and i want to commend you uh, as a young woman a uh, young rasam woman who um you know i understand that there's many um um obstacles but you are overcoming everything and and i guarantee you're going to be a stronger person for standing up to this injustice but let, let's just for the the listeners um can you tell us what happened on august 29th of 2017 uh, yes on august 29th 2017 uh, my brother was um peter was riding the metro blue line in long beach um they stopped him apparently for a fair invasion um where the officer that was involved of the, my brother's murder, he uh, apparently, because nothing was coming up on his database of um, wanted or any, like, tickets or whatever, um, it was very suspicious for him. Uh, my brother, he told them he was going to search him, so my brother um, put his hands behind his back. And for that officer, for him, that was... Um, of, of what um, my understanding for him that was very suspicious maybe because my brother had um, other um, warnings or warrants or like other criminal backgrounds so um, he, he began to search him and apparently he found um, a white um, um, substance on his right hand um, a pocket from his pocket um, that's where everything began where there was uh, an altercation between him and my brother um, they fell um, to the floor of the platform and as there's a video where you can see where um, the officer once he sees that the incoming train is coming um, he threw him onto to the train and the train um, struck him from his waist um, down and he was struck between the he was stuck between the platform and the train for a couple of minutes. Mm -hmm. So, the police, the police threw your brother onto an oncoming train. Correct. Incredible, incredible. Um, I, as I said in the you know when I was introducing you. Um, you know, I don't think I've heard any story like this before. Um, I think that um, this is just beyond um, beyond terrorism. You know, and um, you know, I don't know. Um, I don't know uh, how many other stories like this um, have occurred, but. It, this is just, um, you know, I, I mean, we see in the news of people getting shot, um, but to be grabbed and be thrown onto the onto the train tracks in front of a train, yeah, it's just, um, yeah, it's just incredible. I mean, it's 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 just horrific. I mean, I, I don't know, you know, and and the thing about this is, um, it is. Um, it's also on YouTube, uh, and so, you know, it's it's just, um, it's unbelievable, you know, it's unbelievable that they um, would do this, and, and, and when they, and when they, you said that they had um, ran a check on him, and uh, of course, nothing came back, it didn't, uh -huh. it didn't say that, um, 
you know, um, he had nothing. Nothing was wrong with him. He wasn't um, wanted for nothing. He wasn't no gang member or nothing. I mean, nothing, absolutely nothing. But still, um, and this is just an example that, you know, you can be um, just a, a law-abiding person. And this is the type of uh, treatment that that people get, especially Rasa, because... Um, you know, this is, um, you know, had it been in Beverly Hills or, or um, you know, or, or some other um, area, and had your brother been um, a Caucasian, um, I doubt very strongly that any police would have grabbed him and threw him in front of a train. So, you know, this is just incredible. But let me just ask you... Um, did the DA attempt to prosecute the police officer? No, they did not. They actually justified it because for them, uh, apparently, their version is that it was an accident. Oh, an accident. You grab somebody, you throw somebody in front of a train, an oncoming train, and it's an accident. And, and, and even when there's videos of somebody running away, and the police shooting the person in the back, they still don't file charges. They, the police have a license to kill. You know, they, they could do whatever they want, and there's no repercussions um, at all from the state, you know, from the courts, from the DA. And, and it's just, it's unbelievable. Um, and let me, let me ask you, um, what was the policeman's name that, that, that did this? His name is uh, Martin Ron. Martin Ron. So M A R T I N Martin. Yes. And Ron R O N right Ron. Correct. Okay, so Martin Ron. Okay, so this is the police that grabbed Caesar and threw him onto the tracks in front of a train. Um, this is the murderer's name. It's, it's incredible. And let me let me just let me just you know. And I'm just curious. Um, and you know, I probably shouldn't be curious, but let me just throw this question out there: Was the policeman white? Yes. Hmm. Well, no surprise there. And yeah, yeah, big coincidence there. Big coincidence. So. You know, and, you know, majority of the police that are uh, murdering uh, Rasa and other oppressed nations people, um, you know, they are white. And, and you know, and, and let's talk about that. You know, it's, it's like, you know, but we can't forget that there's also Rasa police and, um, you know, black police, uh, First Nations police who also do very bad. And that's because... Um, filling the role of a police is um, you're you're basically the arm, the front line de of defense for the state. You know, you're representing the state, and this is the type of training they give them. This is the type of you know they 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 put them through these trainings and they teach them that basically it's like brainwash, where they teach them that we're bad just because we live in these certain areas and barrios that we are bad people um and yet they're the worst worst of them all but you know let me just 
let me go on to the next question though um Ivelia and um yes so um I, I'm, I'm just curious because you said it was, it was the police that grabbed your brother threw him onto the tracks in front of this train but it was at a metro you said the blue line the metro uh station so i'm just curious um why were the long beach police at the metro platform you know are, are they paid to be there like why are they there at the at the platform yes actually after my brother's murdered i kind of um you know searched it up and um what i found out was that on july 2017 metro board approved a five-year 646 million contract with long beach pd Oh, the contract wow. gave the city 30 million to patrol eight stations, and Warlow was one of them. Wow! So now, because the the police, because because the Long Beach, because the Long Beach police are because the Long Beach police are um are now at these platforms. It's safe to say that um that these platforms are basically kill zones i mean uh, you know if you yeah. have these killers these police um you know in many cases serial killers if you have them uh, patrolling the platforms then basically um you know these platforms are are, are kill zones you know um it, it's it's incredible but um yeah so they're being paid to patrol those um those areas it's just it's just crazy so anyway we're gonna go to a short break Evelia, and um and we're gonna play a little song and then when we just stay on the line when we come back we'll finish off the interview okay perfect thank you okay and this is 96.1 fm kexu i'm jv and you're listening to free aslan and um we're gonna be going to a short break right now and um and just stay tuned um you're going to be hearing more on this story on this case you know this is a this case right here i think is you know all of the cases are bad but um you know here you have a, a situation where you know somebody is just thrown in front of a train i mean what and it's caught on video you know uh, it's on youtube so i don't know exactly um you know, I don't know, you know, what else people need. I don't know what else um, anybody needs as an example. But um, we're going to be he uh, hearing a song real quick and we'll come back and hear some more of this story.
necesita sonar es sola allá arriba, allá arriba. Allá arriba, allá arriba, allá arriba. Yo no soy de la migra. Yo no soy de la migra. No seré, ni lo seré, ni lo seré. This is KEXU 96.1 FM, Polo People's Revolutionary Radio. I'm JV, and you're listening to Free Aslan. And so, uh, Evelia, I want to welcome you back to Free Aslan. Yes. Yeah, and and so, you know, we're talking about, um, you know, the police 
murdering her brother Caesar and uh, in a horrible way that that this occurred um, there's never a nice way that this is going to take place but you know I, I think the way in which they did it um, you know is you know it calls for a, a special kind of penalty you know in my opinion it's it's um yes. you know it's 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 beyond um it's inhumane um murder in general is not a good thing but um what they did you know um deserves um a whole lot of attention and you know so you know so we we got the the policeman's name martin ron and um and you know, and, and we talked about the platform and why the police, why the pigs are um, at these platforms. They're being paid. They got millions of dollars of contracts to work these platforms um, on these bus routes. So now, what what's happening is these platforms are basically kill zones. These are um, places that are, you know, we got these police, these killers, these in many cases serial killers, because many police have killed multiple people and they're still out there patrolling hunting so you have these serial killers who are hanging out at this platform and so when rasa mostly um you know or other oppressed nations people um you know go to these platforms um more than likely if they are probably um military age um you know 15 to 35 they're probably being targeted um heavily policed repressed and 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 these kind of encounters are happening um they're basically going up to people and if they feel any kind of resistance or any kind of of they're just feeling in the mood um they'll just you know murder the person and then nothing happens and they know that they know that nothing happens to police that murder because they've been knowing about it when they were in the academy they're told you know they're they're told hey you know if accidents happen you know we support you 100 percent. don't worry there's never been a conviction um you know they're told from the beginning um that they basically have a license to kill so you know this is this is why these platforms are very dangerous um you know and and you know i i think in the future you know people um all over should probably boycott them platforms anytime uh police uh, are there um under contract like that and i, I think that um should people boycott them the metro and people need transportation so many people are going to go but um you know in this society you know that cares nothing about uh human beings and cares everything about profit and money and making money that's all they care about in this kind of society um one of the best ways to hit to hit them is in their pocketbook um and that's the only language they understand is um when you um hit them financially you know and in a boycott of the platforms we're not going to public transportation until these uh killer cops are out of here um i don't know there's there's a lot of different ways people can handle this uh and i'm sure people are going to be be very creative but um let me just move on though um because we're running out of time let me move on and, and ask this next question um have you have the police harassed you or your family since you began speaking out for justice yes many times actually mm. 
and and can you tell us like w- w- give us one example like like did they ever like pull you over because that's a, a common thing when i talk to families one of the things it's always that they get pulled over almost all the time they pull them over or they go by their house and harass them um have you ever been pulled over or anything like that um, yes, actually, um, when I started protesting going, um, we used to go to, um, to downtown to, um, to a protest of Black Lives Matter, yeah. and um, a few days after, um, they stopped, well, I wasn't driving, my sister was, and I was a passenger, um, my sister was us- actually using my car, and he stopped us because apparently him... The car um, was looked very suspicious, and um, that because there was uh, an incident of a kidnapping, that um, my car fit the prescri- the description. Well, um, was it a pol- was it a laughing. was it a police that kidnapped somebody? No, I I no. Go ahead, I mean, go ahead. No, I, I, asked them, um, I mean, I, I told them, well, do you have like uh, an, the name or you know something that you're looking for? And he said, well, the car looks familiar. And I was like, well, look, this is my car because it's not a stolen car. My niece and my son were in the back crying. You know, they were scared for the same reason, you know, that um, they, they were only, they're five years old, but they knew, you know, that my brother was murdered by a cop. Mm. So I was very angry and I started like cussing at him and telling him stuff like, well, you know, like it, it's very, I told him, I know you, you seen me somewhere else and it's not because you're stopping me because of that, you're harassing me. Because he was going towards me, he wasn't even asking my sister that was driving any questions. It was towards me, and she's like, he's like, well, maybe, um, you know, I need to take a picture of your car. But instead of taking a picture of my car, he was actually taking pictures of me. And at the moment, I was very, um, I was scared, yes, but I was very angry for the reason that um, what happened to my brother was it's it's something very hurtful, and and you know. Just the fact that we were not there um, to say our goodbyes to him because they didn't notify us till five days after that my brother had already passed away. Why? Because they wanted to cover everything up and mm. just say it was an accident. Cover up. Mm. Yeah. And 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 so what happened, Evelia? Yeah. So they just pretty he pretty much when I when I started going like. Um, telling him, like, why are you taking pictures of me? Like, you shouldn't be taking a picture of me. I showed you, I showed mm. him my driver license, yeah. which I was not even driving. I showed him my registration, my insurance. So he kind of wow. started stuttering, and he just left. He's like, oh, you're fine to go. Yeah. But, I, I mean, he, he was harassing me. Yeah, and, and that's a common, you know, I've talked to a lot of families, and almost all of them will say that, um, once they begin to speak out that these um, pigs will start to either pass by their house or they will pull them over and they will, um, you know, just harass, just like you said, hey, um, do you got license? Just any little um, way. It's basically hyper-policing. So they begin to hyper-police and, and just, you know, um, and that's their way of um, pushing back and, 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 you know, because they don't like when people speak up. And, um, and you know, and, and that happens, and, and it happens a lot. And, um, you know, and, and anybody involved in any kind of um, resistance, whether um, it doesn't matter if it's police murder, if it's um, speaking up in any way, um, they're going to suffer repression. And, and that's one of the, you know, sacrifices of doing what's right. 
and that's one of the sacrifices of um, you know of standing up you know standing up for your family standing up for yourself and standing up for the people is um, there's gonna be backlash and that's okay you know um, and and you know um, believe me I've I've gone through life and have stood up in many cases against many injustices and there has always been a backlash and I'm okay with that and I will continue to stand up and continue to speak as well um, this is something that it comes down to what your morals are what your morals and principles are as a woman um, as a sister of somebody who was murdered and you have morals and principles you sh you're standing up for your brother you're standing up against this injustice and it's like anybody else anytime you know it comes down to you know um there's gonna be backlash but it comes down to what's more important uh, are my morals and principles um do i you know do i um throw those out the window just so I can appease somebody and 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 so I don't suffer um, any kind of backlash or do you stand up for what's right no matter what the consequences or circumstances and that's that's what I, I do I stand up uh, yeah. regardless of the consequences or circumstances and I see you do too and that's a beautiful thing and it, it, it's a beautiful uh, characteristic in a person who um, will stand up um, and that's courage that's courage because it is difficult but let me just um, ask um, <clears throat> has your family um, filed a lawsuit yes we have mm, wonderful and you know a lot of times you know um, you know the DA's are not going to you know they're not going to file charges or they're going to justify try to justify it and say that you know um, it was it was an accident or whatever but the thing is um, that's very important as well follow the lawsuit and you know and and, and make sure that um, you know you you guys you know just stay strong and continue and then you know people are going to support you as well and um but that's very good that some families you know they they won't file nothing and you know and and out of fear or whatever but so that's very good let me ask you this um so your family's planning a fundraiser you know for um for the situation with your brother for legal fees for you know other costs that that you guys are doing um different things and um, projects you guys got going so um yes you know if if people want to contribute to your fundraiser or they want to learn more they, if they want to volunteer um for the campaign for justice for caesar how can they contact you all they can contact me through my email my email is ivelia granados 52 at gmail.com and, um, and, and can we spell that um, for some of the listeners? Yes, it's E-B-E-L-I-A-G-R-A-N-A-D-O-S-52 at gmail.com. Oh, wonderful. Evelia Granados 52 at gmail.com. And that's if anybody wants to uh, participate or contribute to their fundraiser. And, you know, every, you know, people that know this situation, um, when a family member is murdered by the police, they know um, the costs. You know, there's so many different costs involved in it um there's legal fees there's all kinds of different things going on um and and so you know fundraiser is very important in order to support the family um and to contribute 
um, to seeking justice um, in this in, in this or any case like this is very important. So, you know, and, and you let us know as well once um, the date is finalized and all that on the fundraiser uh, and the location. And that way, um, you know, um, whatever event you guys have, you, you let us know at Free Aslan and we will yes. be sure to, um, you know, promote it on the show as well. Thank you very much. Absolutely. And, and let me ask... Um, let me ask this question. Um, what have you learned from all of this uh, since your brother was murdered? It's, it's a very um, difficult question. I was meditating on that. And I think I've learned, I was very, before my brother passed away, I was very shy. I think to talk to, like, a, um, to people and, and, and be open, you know. And I've learned to speak up and fight back. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm the spokesperson for my family. My mother doesn't speak English. And, I mean, I had to, I had to learn to get up and be strong and, and fight back and, and um, pretty much be my brother's voice. Because if I don't speak for my brother, who is, you know? Mm. And I think that this, this, this story shouldn't just stay in, like, L.A. or Long Beach. It should be out there and for people to know, you know, like you were saying that. Um, we need to be careful. There's people that don't have a car, so they have to use the metro. They have to use the bus, and that's a transportation, you know. <laughs> and now these cops are coming, and, and they think it's okay to kill. So I think I've learned. I've learned to be a strong person and and a independent person to be able to speak up for my brother. Mm. Well, you are very strong, Avelia, and um, your brother. Um, I'm sure your brother would be very proud um, of your strength. And you're not shy anymore, and you are a leader now. You are a leader, um, and this is the definition of a leader, somebody who speaks up uh, when something has been done that was wrong. Somebody, um, you know, a young woman standing up against, you know, out, you know incredible odds, and um, you are definitely not shy no more. You're definitely a leader. And you are a very Thank good you. spokesperson, absolutely. And um, and, and let me just say, um, you know, the last question I wanted to ask you, um, you know, if if you could speak to your brother Caesar right now, um, what would you say to him? Well, I would definitely tell him that I love him very much and I miss him. Um. I think that life will never, it's never going to be the same without him. They took a part of, of our hearts, our lives. Um, you know, I know that he's hearing me and I know that he's giving me that strength from up, up, up there, you know, and he's helping us, uh, day by day. I, you know, it's just, it's, I would love for him to be here and, and actually, um, just here. I know I would love to give him a hug and, and just tell him that I love him very much and that my mom misses him a lot. And I'm sure he heard he hears you as well. Um, and I hear you and the people of Aslan hear you. And I just want to thank you um, for being such a strong brown woman and for being a great leader. Evelia, thank you very no, much. No, thank you very much for having me and hearing my brother's story. I appreciate it. Thank you. And um, we're going to take a short break and listen to some music.
and um, and we'll be coming back. Um, we'll be coming back in a minute to hear some more uh, and talk some more. And thank you all for listening to Free Aslan. Socialist economy, a way of life based off the common needs. And all my comrades is ready, he just spreading the seed. The black male, live a third of his life in a jail cell. Cause the world is controlled by the white male. And the people don't never get justice. And the women don't never get respected. And the problems don't never get solved. And the jobs don't never pay enough. So the rent always be late. Can you relate? No more bondage, no more political monsters, no more secret space launches. Government departments started it in the projects, material objects, thousands up in the closets. Could have been invested in the future for my comrades. Battle contacts, primitive weapons out in combat. Many never come back, pretty niggas be running with gas. Rather get shot in their back than fire back. We tired of that. Corporations hiring blacks, denying the facts, exploiting us all over the map. That's why I write the shit I write in my raps. It's documented. I Every day of the week, I live in it, breathing it It's more than just fucking believing it I'm holding in ones, rolling up my sleeves and shit It's C-Lo for push-ups now, many headed for one conclusion Niggas ain't ready for revolution The average black male, live a third of his life in a jail cell Cause the world is controlled by the white male And the people don't never get justice And the women don't never get respected And the problems don't never get solved and the jobs don't never pay enough So the rent always be late Can you relate? We living in a police state
Let me now turn to our program for the future. Economy right now. It's extremely supporting of the president and his policy. FBI scientists have found chemical traces consistent with a bomb or a missile on a piece of wreckage. Police using clubs and tear gas against demonstrator. So and so in a white fascist. Like they said, you're getting some of your own medicine. You This is KUXU 96.1 FM listening to Free Aslan. <coughs> and so we heard a very oh, a horrific story of um, pig terror. Um, that was, an ex- you know, it's, it's just, you know, all the stories are, are horrible. And, you know, but just hearing this, um, you know, um, it's just unbelievable that, that this occurs and, um, you know, and, and it's there, it's on camera, it's on video, it's on YouTube, and the DA continues to not um, even act like they're going to prosecute the pig. And, and this, but, but, you know, every, in every situation, there's usually a good and a bad uh, example is a contradiction, inner contradiction, and so this is a, an, an example, it's horrible, um, and that's a horrible example of um, the courts, you know, and I spell the courts with K-K-K-O-U-R-T-S, so the courts, um, you know, this is, a, it, it, it's, a, it's a horrible example of, um, of how people are treated, how um, the Police have no respect for human life, um, and then on the other hand, um, it's a good example for the people to see that the courts, the courts themselves, um, do not work in our favor. They they do not work in our interests, and that um, we need a, a different form of justice because um, running to the courts, um, they're not going to help us when we need help. And so we need to find different forms of justice outside of the influence of the state, outside of the court system. You know, and, and, and um, you know, you can look at anywhere in the world, oppressed people all around the world, um, and you will find that um, they have never um, obtained justice from the oppressor. The oppressor nation, the colonizer. The colonizer has never uh, showed anybody um, justice, the oppressed justice. Um, you know, they work in the interests uh, of their of their own national interests, the, the oppressor nation. So here in the U.S., you know, and I'm just going to be blunt, and I know a lot of people, you know, it's awkward. It's, you know, um, people don't like talking about it, and they don't want to offend people. And, and you know, I, I, free Aslan. I, I, I like to be blunt. I like to be honest, and um, I like to keep it real. And, and let's be honest here. Um, here in the U.S., the colonizer, because a lot of people, again, a lot of people throw around the world the the, the word uh, colonization or decolonize. You see that on T-shirts. You see that you know people run around and say decolonize. You know they post it. 
you know, share it on Facebook, whatever. So, you know, but let, but decolonize for what, from what? You know, don't be scared to talk about what, what are we decolonizing from? Well, who is the colonizer? The colonizer isn't, um, it isn't a brown man. It's, it's, it's not the black man. It's not the First Nations. Who is the colonizer? The colonizer is the white nation. It's the white oppressor nation. And, you know, and, and I'm sorry if, you know, or I'm not sorry, you know, some people, you know, no, no, I'm not sorry that some people are going to say, well, you know, that's not nice. And, and you know what? I, I don't like this show. You know, it's, um, you know, you're talking, you know, but I'm talking the truth. And, and, and the truth of the matter is um, that the colonizer is the white oppressor nation. And so if we look at it in that context, because that's what everybody is throwing the word around decolonize, it's decolonized from the white nation. So let's get that straight. So don't be afraid to say it. Don't be afraid to hear it. You know, don't close your ears when I say that. Decolonizing is stepping away from the white nation, getting away from the colonizer. That's what decolonization is. So if we look at it that we're trying to decolonize, we're trying to get away from the white oppressor nation, um, then the courts, you know, the KKK courts, the court system works for the oppressor nation, um, and if we, you know, take those layers out, what that means is the courts work for mostly the white oppressor nation. So, you know, and those supporters of the white nation. So, you know, like like I said earlier, you have brown, black police, and they're working for the white oppressor nation. So. Um, you know, in the courts, this is what their interests, they protect their interests. So if you have police who work for the white oppressor nation and they're killing brown and black people in the streets, they're throwing this um, young Rasa man in front of a train and then the, the DA gets that case on his desk like, OK, one of the police killed another um, of the oppressed nations and um, threw him in front of a train, well, I can't, you know, he can't prosecute that police because that police works for the interests of the white nation, of the white oppressor nation of America. And so um, there's no way the, this DA is going to prosecute. Um, this is the, the, the state's muscle. The police are... America's muscle, their front line of defense. This is, you know, the shock troops. You know, if there's a revolution, if there's a civil war, um, the police are the front lines. They're going to be the first ones, you know, they're going to be the first ones to get it if, it if it comes down to that. So, you know, there's no way that the state, which in, includes the, the courts, the courts, military, politicians, etc., the, the state the courts is not going to prosecute its own, um, you know, because the police defend its interests. So this is why we're never seeing police prosecuted. They're not going to prosecute their own. And, you know, and that's that's something that, you know, um, you know, we see glimpses, you know, and when you look at different groups and organizations, you know, sometimes you'll see, you'll hear, you know, well, there's, you know, 
on a very small level, well, there's kind of favoritism or, you know what, there's, you know, this person did something wrong and nothing's happening about it. You know, this person did wrong and it's being covered up. You know, we see things like that in certain groups and organizations. Well, this is on a bigger scale. We're talking about a government here. We're talking about, you know, um, you know, a, a well-established um, you know, organization, uh, a terrorist organization, basically. But we're we're talking about um, organizing on, on a, an organization on a higher level. Um, you know, a, a state apparatus. You know, so um, they're going to protect their interests, and they're going to do it. They've been doing it. Um, they're going to do it in many ways. Um, you know, they do it with mass imprisonment. That's to take all the rebellious elements off the streets, out of circulation. Um, they do it in many different ways, but, um, you know, one of the ways they do it is with the courts, you know, with not um, not prosecuting its own and, and, and allowing the, the guard dogs, the pigs, to run wild and do whatever they need to do. Whatever they feel a threat, kill them. That's basically what they do, and they are never, ever prosecuted for this so this is something that we have to come to grips we have to understand this we can't you know have to stop making excuses we we have to you know um we have to not only understand it ourselves but teach our friends family our children um this is what occurs and um and as you heard in the story this young man was not doing nothing he was not in no no he wasn't no gang member. He wasn't didn't have no warrants. He didn't do nothing wrong. You know, he was riding a skateboard to a bus platform. You know, and 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 this is in Long Beach. And you know, for for those of us here in the Bay Area, we might you know be able to remember a similar situation with Oscar Grant, right? Platform. You know, taking the train, the platform, the BART train. You know, um, you know, and, and so you have these young people um, wherever they are, whether they're in uh, Long Beach, whether they're in Oakland, you know, I don't care if they're in Oklahoma, w w Alaska, wherever they are. You have young people who are not causing trouble. They're not committing any kind of wrongdoing. They are going about their lives, you know, riding skateboards, just doing what young people do. And you have these police, these pigs, murdering them. In this case, grab this young man, 23 years old, grabbed him. Everybody knows a 23-year-old. Everybody has a nephew, a cousin, um, somebody who's 23 years old. Grab this young man, threw him in front of a train. You know, this white police, this white pig, grabbing this young Rasa youth, throwing him in front of a train. Um, and he's still patrolling. He's still patrolling. If there's any time in history that, uh, um, you know, that something like this cannot be acceptable, um, this is it. I mean, are you kidding me? So he throws this young Rasa youth in front of a train. I mean, um, and what was he doing? He was riding a skateboard trying to get on this 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 um this trolley bus or whatever. But you know, so it's just um you know, we have to really um come to terms with who the police are, 
um, and what their role is in, in this society. And, you know, and for the groups and organizations who, um, you know, have events and invite the police. Are you kidding me? You invite the colonizer to your events. Are you kidding me? Breaking bread with the pigs. And so I think this might be a topic uh, that we're going to focus on, uh, um, you know, and we're going to focus on, you know, the police are out of control. But what's what's more out of control is organizations who will invite the police to their events, organizations that will go to these galas and these uh, festivals and these things with the police and break bread with them, have dinner and have these um, discussions with the pigs, you know, and um, and this is the definition of a sellout. You know, and, um, and, and, and these people in many different countries, people that do this, um, they are, um, you know, they are brought to justice by the people as well. So this is a topic of discussion that we need to, uh, we need to look at and we need to discuss as a community. We need to start calling out these groups and organizations and people who are continuing to, um, you know, be buddy, buddy with the pigs. These ain't our friends. This is the colonizer. So, um, you know, we're hearing these stories of these families, families whose loved ones are murdered by police. And then you have this so-called uh, community leader who's sitting down, breaking bread, eating with the pig. Are you kidding me? You know, um, so this is something that we need to talk about. And, um, you know, I'll dig more into it next week. And, um, and you know, so um, with that being said, um, it's about that time, so um, thank you all for listening once again to Free Aslan, Voice of the Chicano Nation, and um, I'll talk to you next week.